Good morning, everyone. It's the 4th of May, and I'm joined today by Jen Corston and Solomon Nevins. Sol, if we could start with you. The oil price has been pretty dramatic over the last few weeks. How are things last week? So last week was a big positive week for the oil price. That's right after a few very turbulent weeks during the month of April. And really, that was reflecting the general increased positive sentiment around the US economy reopening and European economies reopening, and with that bringing increased demand for fuel, and also the optimism around the rollout of coronavirus treatments. And there wasn't really anything particularly positive specifically related to energy. In fact, the Energy Information Administration, towards the end of the week, released their view that U.S. crude production is currently only a million barrels per day less than its all-time high in mid-March, really showing that the low oil price having an impact on production cuts, cuts in oil rigs, reduction in capex, isn't actually translating to a massive reduction in output. And the increase in efficiency over the past few years goes a long way to explaining that. So since October 2014, there are 80% fewer drilling rigs in the US, but they're producing in aggregate more than 36% more oil than they were back then. And much more efficient production cost-wise. Absolutely. It's economical for them to produce even at these much lower rates for existing oil rigs. But that certainly doesn't help the supply-demand picture for the oil market. Absolutely. So the pressures that we saw towards the end of the month concerns around capacity being fully utilised, resulting in that period where oil prices dropped into negative territory for the expiring futures contracts, could well be repeated again as we move through May if the demand picture hasn't picked up significantly, particularly if the OPEC agreement isn't honoured as um, closely as the initial announcement had suggested. Yes, we'll watch how that situation evolves. And Jen, some very dramatic news from one of the oil majors in the UK last week. Yes, that's right, Lorna. Shell reduced its dividend for the first time since World War II. Now, it hasn't cancelled the dividend completely, but it has reduced it by two thirds from 47 cents to 16 cents. And is this purely about the oil price, do you think, Jen? No, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, the oil price war will have effects on profitability going ahead, but it's also about the longer term health of the company as it transitions away from fossil fuels. Now, cutting the dividend gives it breathing space and more flexibility and lessen the need to gear up. And what did BP do then as they announced their quarterly figures? Well, BP earnings were down radically in the quarter, but no cut yet. And also, BP does require a lower oil price than Shell to maintain its dividend with capex spending, so it's a little bit more resilient. So it's all about the cost of production, as, as Sol was saying. Um, if we look at the week ahead then, Sol, what's the standout data point for you this week? So I think the market will be very focused on the latest round of US non-farm payroll data that will be announced on Friday. So over recent weeks, we've seen a massive increase in US unemployment claimants. And in the last six weeks alone, an unprecedented 30 million Americans have sought unemployment benefits, which takes the overall unemployment rate to close to 20%. Now, clearly, the hope is that this will be a temporary thing. And we've already seen a reduction in the amount of new claimants over recent weeks. But it will give a clear indication of what we can expect for future GDP growth from the US. Indeed, and these are extraordinary times. Jen, we have the Bank of England meeting coming up. What are your expectations there? That's right. Well, there could be more QE announced this week. 
And this would be to short the gilt market over the summer months where trading is usually thin. Though equally, the bank may want to leave some dry powder. We'll watch these developments with interest. Thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank you.